I know we all want our own space, our own mm-hmm. place, a place where we could just walk around naked all day. Yeah. We understand that. <laughs> that you know, place where you just pop off that bra and not care where they fly. We all know that feeling. I'm going to do it anyway. But in certain situations, <laughs> <laughs> that's got to come off at the end of the day. First thing. Hey, everybody. I'm Elise Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And this is Full Time Black Women, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul. So what are we talking about today, Elise? Today's topic is Brokeisha No Funds, Living Below Your Means. Mm, this sounds like a really, really good one. It is. It is. I'm going to be honest. So let's be real, y'all. No matter how many degrees we may have or how many successes we've obtained in our personal and professional lives, because we are amazing. Let nobody steer you wrong from that. A lot of us, myself included, have struggled with personal finance. Me too. Yes. We're earning more, yet still living paycheck to paycheck. And that's not cool. We have to do better. One would think having a higher paycheck would help us stay above the curve and live comfortable lives. You know, if you have more money, then obviously you're doing better for yourself. You uh, don't have the money problems. However, we tend to sometimes lack those basic money management skills. You know, this is where living below your means can be essential to you obtaining your financial freedom. To some, the idea of living below your means sounds like a never ending prison prison sentence. I get it. I know. But. Actually, living below your means is a safe haven in case-ish happens because it will, my Mm -hmm. friend. Matter of fact, happen. Basically, living below your means is a way for you to get out of the vicious paycheck to paycheck cycle. So that is a lot of truth that you just spoke into the ears of our listeners. Thank you. I hope they were listening. Um, I was listening. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into those stats for that ass. Hey, stats for that ass. Hey, we bringing hey, you the facts hey, with some stats for that ass. Check this out, Elise. What's that? 78% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Really? Yes. According to the State of the American Family Study, the report disclosed some pitfalls tied to African-American personal finances include high debt and low savings. Okay. All right. I mean, that makes sense. I don't think we needed a study for that because high debt, low savings, they just sound like they go hand in hand. That's how um, they sound like they go hand in hand like peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter, jelly time. <laughs> peanut butter, jelly time. Peanut butter, jelly. Peanut butter, jelly. Peanut butter, jelly with a baseball bat. <laughs> Well, I don't know what the baseball bat's for, though. I, I don't know. I guess if somebody's trying to take your peanut butter and jelly so you could just knock them out. I do. I, I like a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Off I mean, topic. but not enough to knock somebody out with it, like with I a baseball mean, bat. Maybe not. If I'm hungry, though. If I'm hangry, it's going down. Oh, okay. I understand. <laughs> I mean, but like you said, if I have high debt, that means as soon as I get paid, mm-hmm. most of my money is going to my debtors. Yes. You know, they're all coming to collect their funds mm-hmm. because I borrowed against whatever I was making. Yep. You know, so when, how would I have money left over to put into my savings? Yeah. yeah. You know, how would I even be thinking about savings when the money left over is for, to make sure I can live yes. to make it to work to make another paycheck to give it away to somebody else? Exactly. You mm. know. So it all comes back to just money management. Right. So we're going to give you guys five ways to adjust your life to live below your means. Ooh, okay. So let's get into this solutions. So one way to stop being a brocation no funds and live below your means is to take a look at your living situation. For example, if your rent or mortgage takes more than 30% of your take-home pay each month, either your living space is way too big or you're living in an area you can't afford. So if you've got like a six bedroom, three bath, basement finished, wraparound porch, deck in the back, pool in the backyard, 
house, but you're, you know, got waitress money. Mm-hmm. That's no, no, oh, no. I think they're doing more than waitressing if you got something like that. Probably. <laughs> um, or if you are living in New York, for example, and you not bringing home a New York size paycheck, then again, this is pause, you know cause for pause Mm -hmm. so you might need to downsize or consider making a lateral move for example from a fifteen hundred dollar rent with two bedrooms to a nine hundred dollar two bedroom apartment rent you know what i mean um just so that you have some some cushion in case things arise so for example if you take home three thousand dollars each month and pay fifteen hundred dollars a month for housing you can't afford that sis Stop it. Nope. Flat out. Don't do it. That's uh, 50% of your take home. Don't. No. If you don't anticipate your salary to increase within the next 90 days, 50% of your hard-earned money can't go to just where you live. You have to think about all the other things. That's not including like utilities and just how to get back and forth to work and things like that. So if your take home, for example, is $3,000, your rent or mortgage should be no more than $900 a month. And I get it. a month is is impossible to find. Let's be real. But where there's a will, there's a way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe maybe there's other things you consider can consider. Yeah, Um, I mean, if you can't live on your own or find somewhere to stay for $900, maybe look at getting a roommate. Yes. You know, like I know we all want our own space, our own Mm -hmm. place, a place where we could just walk around naked all day. We understand that. That you know, please we just pop off that bra and not care where they fly. We all know that feeling. I'm gonna do it anyway. But in certain situations, <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta come off at the end of the day. First thing. In certain situations, you know, this is just a means to an end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's temporary sacrifice for a long term gain. Exactly. That's what you have to have in mind. Having a roommate, maybe you paid a nine hundred, maybe they paid a nine hundred, but you guys still live in a nice area. Mm-hmm. You just have to sacrifice your privacy every once in a while right. when that person's around. Or possibly contacting your parents. Can I move back home and rent a room for a time, like a year yeah. or two, just to get myself on my feet? Yeah. I'll help out with the mortgage or I'll help pay this bill. More than likely, they'll work with you mm-hmm. if you have that good relationship with your parents. Mm-hmm. But once again, these are short-term sacrifices for long-term gain. Right. That's all that we're trying to say. Yes. Living below your means, one day your means is going to be so high, living below it, you're going to be balling out of control. Right. But you got to start somewhere, sis. Exactly. So the second solution that we have, so you are no longer a brokeisha, no funds, mm-hmm. is transportation. Ooh. If you don't live in a place where public transportation is rampant, such as New York City or the DMV or possibly even like Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you probably have to buy a car and cars usually come with car payments. Yes. If you do not have cash to put down and buy it outright. Right. But if your car payment is more than 10% of your take-home pay, you are setting yourself up for a long-term struggle, homie. Yes. Long-term struggle. Oh. An individual with a take-home pay of $3,000 should not be paying more than $450 a month on depreciating assets such as a vehicle. It's lost its value as soon as you drove it off the lot. Right. You hit those brakes. They said, broke. <laughs> They didn't say break. They said broke. When you turn the turn, so that's going no cash, no cash. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I know driving anything foreign or new or fast, damn big is what most of us want. Or what most want. I'm not really into that. However, not everybody can do it like that. Mm -hmm. You know, don't forget you need to add insurance. True. Gas, mm-hmm. maintenance mm. to your monthly contribution towards this thing on four wheels. Yeah. 
There is nothing worse than being car poor. I know you've seen those people. Yes. You know it. Yeah. From the get go. Right. They got the flyest car. Do people Mm -hmm. say fly still? I'm going to say it though. I don't know. (laughs) I heard nothing wrong. Thank you. So, yeah, they got the best looking car. They just pull up, getting the detailed and everything, but then everything else about them busted. Mm -hmm. Or that's what they living in. Or your car poor. You have a fly, nice car. Mm-hmm. We're using it. Let's go with it. Fly. Yeah. All right. Fly. Fly. I heard nothing wrong. Fly. 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 F-A-L-I-E. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> so, um, but you're living with your mom. Yeah. Or you're staying on somebody's couch. Yeah. But you got a really nice car, though. Mm-hmm. So your priorities are kind of mixed up. Just you know? a little. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> like, what ever happened to those people with the spinning rims? I don't know. Where did those go? I don't know. I like, really, I don't, I have not seen those in forever, to be honest with you. Maybe they pawned like them. Maybe this is a pile of spinning rims just somewhere in somebody's, <laughs> you know, one of those landfills. Just yeah. Where spinning rims go to die. Probably. Probably. Just still spinning. Spinning. <laughs> That's all we know how to do. We don't do nothing else but spin, man. That's all we know how to do is spin. I'll be spinning. I'll be spending. <laughs> oh my gosh. The Amish people probably put them on their buggies. That's I bet you they, they do. Are. That's why they are. Yeah. That you makes them sense. Spin. They're you, spending. Ooh, they be big too. Oh my gosh. Maybe that's the market. We should look into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring spending rims back. <laughs> no, 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 don't. We're, joking. Do we're just kidding. Yeah. So another way to avoid being broke, you should know funds and to live below your means would be to roll with cash only. Life can't be luxurious all the time, boo. It can't. You know, you you not in a music video. You're not on a reality TV show. Nobody's bankrolling you. Um, and charging lavish vacations on credit cards, buying out the bar every weekend and rocking the latest fashion trends, which probably go out of style in a mm-hmm. month. Presenting this polished image isn't necessary or smart. It's just going to lead you to being broke. Don't do it. Don't take your credit cards with you when you go out. Use cash, 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 cash. You'll only be tempted to use those cards when your urges and wants and things like that creep up on you. And they will creep up. It happens. It's natural. It's natural. You want things. And there's nothing wrong with wanting things. But when you want things and it leads you to being broke, that's when it's a problem. So when you're carrying cash, this way you'll know when your funds are low. You will know. You will know. You will know. Okay, come with it. The Then you're looking like what happened, man? I came out with a hundred. Now I got 42. Oh my goodness, y'all. What am I gonna do? (laughs) (laughs) 500. Yeah, I said 500. I said 100. With a T at the end, (laughs) 100. But Don't. yeah, that just makes sense. Come out with your money because when you have that cash and you see it going low, you're like, oh, let me pump my brakes yeah. real quick. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> the broke, the broke the brakes. brakes. Let me broke the brakes. Let me pump those brakes real quick. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> and let me slow my rock. There we go. Tip number four. Stop financing 
phones. Now, I've done this myself. I ain't going to lie to you. So if you're team hashtag iPhone or hashtag team Android, I'm team Android all day, every day. I don't care what team you are um, when it comes down to it. It's a phone. <laughs> this is very true. So if you're financing new phones every 12 months, you're just giving way too much money away for a device that will more than likely break or soon be replaced with a newer, faster, more trendy, more exciting, sleek and sexy model. So if you have to finance a cell phone, you know, try to just pay for it once and ride that thing out until it dies. Like literally. Mm-hmm. My cell phone right now look like baby Pete. Oh, stop. Okay. <laughs> it is. My cell phone's looking like baby Pete sitting there begging so he could go to Cuba and do no. something like that. Yes, but it's okay. He's still working. That's it's what still, it's still t- t- that's, okay, all, that that's all that matters. I ain't gonna lie to you though. Like my phone is already acting up. I'm outside of my contract now. The phone is mine. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's starting to be slow. It's starting to like give me problems charging. It's just acting full right now, but I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it going basically until it says, you know what, I'm I'm done now. I'm yeah. done. I die. Yeah, put me out of my misery. Me please. Do not put that charger back in me. <laughs> A uh, DNR. I signed my DNR, and I'm blocking it out. <laughs> oh my gosh, well, cell phone got a DNR. <laughs> it's baby Pete. You're right. So I mean, I try to follow the rule of three. That's it. If I can't buy three with cash, then I don't need to buy one. Mm, you know, I like that. I mean, it works in certain scenarios, and it work. It doesn't work in others. Okay. So for instance, a new cell phone. Yeah. If I or a new pair of headphones or mm-hmm. something like that. If I want a new pair of headphones and they're really, really pricey, mm-hmm. if I don't have enough to roll three yeah. in my cart, then I'm not going to put one in my cart. Makes okay. Sense. Makes sense. So now it doesn't work when it comes to houses. If I don't have enough to buy three houses, I ain't going to buy one then. <laughs> I ain't going to buy one. No. Those are two different scenarios. Yeah, no. But, so the last solution that we have for you guys on how to make sure are no longer missed no funds okay it's unsubscribe from overdraft protection Ooh, what's that so overdraft protection is a debit card coverage that are is attached to most uh checking accounts mm-hmm. when you first sign up for your bank account it usually default to uh a feature onto your checking account mm-hmm. you have to go in and take it off okay so this is something that i learned from reading about a personal finance uh, in a personal finance book for millennials mm-hmm. These programs are offered by banks to allow you to make purchases with your uh, debit card, even if you don't have sufficient funds in your account to cover them. Mm. So in effect, the bank is making a short term loan to you. So your debit card isn't declined at the register, but at the register. But then the bank turns around and charges an overdraft fee of thirty five dollars or more to cover it said loan that, little, that sounds a little scammy it very scammy <laughs> because guess what americans pay 34.4 billion what 34.4 billion would it be 34.4 billion mm, in overdraft fees to the banks no that's a lot of money that's a lot billion <laughs> I heard it. I heard you it. get all of it. I got a billion. <laughs> okay. So basically banks charge people uh-huh. overdraft fees. Who didn't have the money in the first place? Mm. 
They didn't have the money. That's why they got an overdraft fee and right. they made 34.4 billion. Say it with me. I can't. 34. Come on, come on. Come on, Elise. I'm crack up. Come on, come okay, on, Elise. You said they made 34.4 billion. billion. Yes. <laughs> Just so we get it across to our listeners. This is why this is really important. Yes. So go on your online banking and see if you have overdraft protection. They also call it debit card coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, um, attached to your checking account. So if you have debit card uh, coverage and you have a checking and a savings account with them, if you have money in your check in your savings account, they'll transfer from your savings into your uh, checking to mm-hmm. cover the said purchase. Okay. If you don't have any money in your savings account, there's nothing for them to pull out of mm-hmm. to cover the purchase. So that's when you get hit with the $35 overdraft fee or whatever your bank does charge for overdraft fees. Nah, I'm gonna so, just take that good old decline. Just take it off. Exactly. I'd rather take the little L. Yeah, I'll take instead the Instead of taking a big L. Right. In the end. Exactly. I mean, who really wants to be in the red for a loaf of bread? Mm, say it again. Who really wants to be in the red for a loaf of bread? Them slices ain't that great. You trying to make my life dead. My cash, my change is mine, but you trying to come and blow my mind. Ooh. 34 by 4 billion. That's what I said. A million. I ain't got it. Okay. I ain't got it. It was, it sounded. It, it was coming it was and coming. going, you know, kind of like that money you get to give away <laughs> when you got debit card coverage. It be going away just going like your Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least how do you live below your means? Okay. So I try to focus on my goals. And if I can focus on my goals, then that way I can, you know, feel better about limiting myself in other areas. Um, in order to do the right thing that makes sense, smart money decisions are important. So if I can, you know, keep my little dollars and cents by focusing on my goals, that's what I'm going to do. And I know I just repeated myself, but bear with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You're getting your point across and I heard nothing wrong. Thank you. So for example, uh, my car is currently paid off. Yay! Woo! Go ahead, girl. Yes. So it is paid off and I am truly happy and thankful for that. Um, And I am not. I refuse to get another car note. I'm not going to go down that path. I mean, it is tempting. Oh, it's very tempting. Yeah. It is. How do you fight the temptation? Uh, I remember that that money that I was paying is now mine and it's going into savings. Gotcha. So that's how I fight it. That good trip that I want to take. That's that's how I fight it. So basically, I'm I'm not going to give my money away to things that are not getting me closer to my goals. And right now, my goals are to be stable. Uh, to invest and to travel and me giving money to a brand new car note as fancy and beautiful as that may be is not that's not getting me nowhere um so another thing about uh another thing that i try to do so i downsized from a home to an apartment also and um i did i did this because number one i moved and mm-hmm. i did not see why it would make sense for me to just jump into another house i was a little tired tired mm-hmm. i guess of being a homeowner ownership is not easy it's not it's a it's a big responsibility and it's a big uh expense each month too so not discouraging people from homeownership that's not that's not why i'm saying that at all we encourage that um but um being in an apartment financially for me made more sense moving from one state to another basically mm-hmm. number one and also um i tired of taking care of the maintenance like that's a whole nother thing once you're a homeowner all that maintenance anything go wrong that's yours your responsibility yeah so when i moved into my apartment um 
especially since I didn't know other areas. I didn't want to commit to a house location. But when I moved into my apartment, something went wrong. Very soon after I moved in, I had a leak in the ceiling and then uh, I got really upset. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to pay for this and I got to, you know, take care of this. I got to make this work. And then I remembered, wait, wait, I pay rent. Let me give this good maintenance people a call. And, you know, they came out and handled it and I didn't have to pay anything other than my rent. And that felt wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you and I both, you know, were homeowners in our 20s. Yeah. So. Kind of been there, done that. Got the t-shirt. Yeah, the t-shirt and the bills that yeah. we had that came along with it. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like it's good for people who are looking, you know, for homes as an option. But you have to figure out if it fits into your lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, because not everybody is built for home ownership. You right. know, like if you rather put your money, like you said, towards travel or you rather spend that money on, you know, investments mm-hmm. instead of having a bigger home to take care of. That is all your responsibility. Then mm-hmm. I think that is a great idea when it comes to, you know, a living situation solution. Yeah. Yeah. Some other things that I did out of this list was, um, I know I, I did, I think I mentioned it before I did finance a phone, but now that my phone is paid off, I'm not trying to do that again, honestly. And I've been looking, I've been trying to shop and see what kind of phone I can get. I think I'm going to end up doing doing a prepaid mm-hmm. or something because I just needed to make calls, texts, and occasional pictures. If I can get a prepaid that does that pretty decent, I will be just fine. That sounds like a good idea to me. So what about you, Isha? How do you um, live below your means? Well, I have done what you've done. Um, I downsized from a home to an apartment mm-hmm. and I've done that a couple of times. Okay. You know, cause every once in a while you're like, no, I need more space. Yes. You know, an apartment's not going to hold everything that I have. My stuff. Oh, apartment. I need st- a place for my stuff. Yes. No. When you start to live a minimalist uh, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Then you start looking around your house like, I really don't need all this furniture. Right. I only have one ass. You know, like, <laughs> how many couches do I need? How many chairs do I need? Right. How many things do I need? Exactly. You know? um, and then, uh, like I said, just trying to figure out what works for your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. In the current situation that we're in, a ha- um, apartment works for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just myself, my husband, and my toddler. Yeah. But I have done things such as I've sold a car back to a dealership. Okay. To bankroll my... um schooling so i could pursue a second degree go ahead girl um let me let me get a yeah and i went ahead and bought a little putt-putt you know and uh-huh. it took me to and from class and that's all i needed it to do um living below my means is essential to my well-being mm-hmm. because i am a worrier i get you and too. finances is one of the things that i tend to worry about I don't know why I'm kind of obsessive when it comes to it. It's just that I'm always afraid of not having mm-hmm. enough to cover the bills or, yeah. you know, pay back this or put money away for the future. And mm-hmm. so I really, really focus on that to the point that I've had a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet that I've kept for the past eight, nine years mm-hmm. that tracks every spending that I do. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, down to this sit. Oh of what has gosh. been taken out of my account and what has been put into my account. Uh-huh. But it has kept me from having to paint such things as 
adding to that 34.4%, I mean, billion dollars yeah. that the banks have get, gotten. They ain't got nothing for Isha Bell. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, that's right. Now, younger Isha Bell, oh, they was getting it on a regular basis. Uh-huh. I'm like, damn, they got me again. <laughs> but no, no. <laughs> Grown Isha Bell who decided, you know what? Let me adjust my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They ain't got a cent for me. A red cent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I have... Um, decided to maybe focus more this year on using cash instead mm-hmm. of my card. Okay. Cause it was so hard going to the ATM or going to the bank to get cash. Mm-hmm. And it was just easier just to swipe it or put the chip in. Yeah. But I realized that I was doing a lot of frivolous purchases, yeah. you know, like yeah. I didn't really need that. I didn't really need this, but I was just looking for the A word approved, approved. <laughs> you know, yeah. when I put my card in, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to go back to what I was doing before was using cash or maybe even the envelope um, method. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done that? I have. I have for a very brief time. It's hard. It's hard, but it's, it's worthwhile. You know, like you definitely get more out of it than you put in, Mm -hmm. but it's another way of reprogramming your brain. Right. So we about to be on our door to, Yes. Swipe or no swiping. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I didn't know you were going with it, but I'm I there now. I appreciate you rocking with me though. You was like, yes, I appreciate that. You have my back. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So um, ladies, what we wanted to cover, we wanted to cover this topic because what is this? You know, it's mm-hmm. full time black women. Mm-hmm. Our lives don't just start at 9 a.m. and end at 5 p.m. Right. You know, we have, households to run families to run lifestyles to run uh trips to plan yep. uh gatherings with our friends uh shopping to do we also have to deal with self-care we have to deal with all kinds of things so mm-hmm. we're encompassing everything that has to do with you as a black woman and we want to make sure that we understand we are black women all day er day er day but we want to be smart black women all day Er day. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to the pressures and stuff that we have to deal with every day at work to mm. get these dollars and get these cents. We need to make sure that we're putting it towards building a good future for ourselves. Speak on it. You know, living below your means doesn't mean you are missing out on the glamorous life. It just means you are smart enough to understand everything that glitters is not gold. Yeah. You can't dabble in the caviar. I mean, you can dabble in the caviar and glitz every once in a while, darling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We fancy. Exactly. But only after your money is straight. <laughs> Don't know where I went. Okay. Um, the security that comes with living below your means is well. And listen to this pun. Okay. Priceless. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Knowing your rent, utilities, credit cards, student loans, and everyday living expenses aren't waiting for you around a corner of a dark, damn alley. On payday. I got scared. Yeah, you should be scared. Because that's what happens when you have debt. It is scary. It's a dark cloud that's over your head. Yes. It's very refreshing to know you ain't got to worry about this. True. Just think of the day where you get paid on Friday, right? That deposit hits. Mm. Monday, that money is still there. Because you ain't spent it. You ain't went nowhere. You haven't done anything. You have just gone home to a place you pay for every day. Mm -hmm. And just sat on your couch and watched TV or read a book or went to uh, go for a run and worked out at the gym or did something for yourself. Oh, my gosh. Nobody went into that account and said, uh, snatchies, give me my money. Uh, Can you move out the way? Can I get my money? They elbow each other trying to get to your paycheck (laughs) because they want to make sure they're paid. 
Can you imagine that day? Oh my God. That your money is your money. And you're like, wow, I just got paid $3,000 and $3,000 is still there. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, because you don't owe anybody. Yeah. But you can only get to there is by making those small sacrifices today. Right. To prepare for that future of, <sighs> yeah. that's it. <laughs> so let's face it, ladies. I mean, money is important. It's not the most important thing, but it's it's pretty high up there because you need it to live. You need it to pay for a roof over your head. You need it for basic necessities. You need it in order to maintain a desired lifestyle of your choosing. But proper money management is the only way you will be able to live a debt-free life. You have to make the decisions necessary in order to reach the goals that you're trying to achieve financially. So it's the beginning of a new year, and I've seen multiple memes and statuses on social media right now saying certain things like, 2020 is the year for me to work towards becoming debt-free. Or how about 2020 is the year of multiple sources of income. Mm -hmm, I've seen that. Or 2020 is the year I'm finally going to stop playing around and start saving my money. Now, y'all, that sounds nice. It sounds great. It sounds fantastic. It sounds wonderful. But it doesn't mean anything if you're not going to do anything to back it up. Mm -hmm. You have to put action steps towards getting your finances straight. You can't just speak about it. You got to be about it. I know y'all heard that saying before. So we hope you're able to adopt at least one or all of these tips we've shared to embark on your personal finance journey to becoming a recovering Brokeisha No Funds. Yes. <laughs> Because this is a personal finance journey and just know you are not alone. We are taking this journey with you. Yeah. So you could be a dope black woman, formerly known as a Brokeisha No Fun. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so guys, let us know how you live below your means mm -hmm. by posting on our social media accounts using hashtag FTBW below means. Mm -hmm. That's hashtag FTBW below means. Or you can contact us directly on our blog at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Once again, you can contact us directly on our blog at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Boom. So remember, ladies, we're here for you full time from coffee to wine. And remember to play your power perfectly. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Full Time Black Woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Help us build this community by sharing with other full time black women like yourself. Visit our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. Have something to add to today's topic? Join our Facebook group, Full Time Black Woman Conversations. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Time Black Woman or on Twitter at FT Black Woman. <laughs>